Welcome to Local Only Cantina. Mixing it up with Brandon and Cherie. <laughs> What's up? What's up? What up, fam? We're back. What's We're up, guys? Another one. And, uh, go, Cherie. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Pass it off yeah. to me. Pass it off. Well, uh, so, there go. okay, I'll take it. Yeah, so, start, start that. Start shit. that shit. Start that shit. <laughs> so, it is today we decided to talk about maybe a super hard subject for people. I think it's a hard subject. What is? I don't know what we decided to talk about. We did? No? I think she's going to make this up as we go. Maybe. I got this cool hat on. Brandon yeah. gave me to wear because my hair is insanely out of control. We just, yeah, we just got back from a from a date night, and um, Wednesday nights are date night. We go out. Sometimes we go do something real cool. Sometimes we just run down the road and grab some some wings and some drinks and call that good. But that is true. I did have before we began this. That hat was on my head. And she didn't love the way her hair looked, so now the hat's on her head. Yep. I got crazy out-of-control curls, so, you know, it has to be controlled a little bit. It's actually straightened. Her hair is actually naturally way curlier. Yeah. This is more... Yeah. Whatever, though. So, yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) she stole my hat. She stole my style. Yeah. True story. here we go. So maybe I think that we should start off with, actually, I think we should talk about how cool our last weekend was and what we did. What did we do last weekend? I don't even remember what I did yesterday half the time. (laughs) Okay. We made our camping trip we did? I had a cool weekend. We did. It was dope, yeah. The whole thing? Uh, Or just just the camping trip? I don't know. What's the whole thing? Well, you start. No. We might have had a few drinks along the way, so part of the weekend may be slightly fuzzy. Yeah, maybe a little no. bit. No, it's not actually. Uh, we were, so I ride with a club um, with, with an MC, and we were going to have a, a uh, camping trip for our president's birthday. And it was supposed to go Friday till Sunday. Well, it did go Friday till Sunday. However, our kids had some stuff. Friday night that they had to do and we wanted to be there for them so we didn't make it the first night Um, what they did was they went down to they all jumped on their bikes and they rode down to Escalante Utah and camped and uh, we didn't get to attend that night but we got to go to our kids thing at the homecoming game and that was rad too so we had some fun Um, that was cool and then the next day we packed up our shit and and went yeah, I think the fun part about that whole thing is... Wait a minute, pause. Time out. This feels off, right? You know why it feel, feels off? Because we didn't have a we shot. We didn't have a <laughs> shot yet. This well, is the cantina, true, right? That's true. So as we have this shot, I want you guys to uh, smash that like button, hit the uh, notification bell so you see all of our new Give shit as it pop, pops up. Give us some love and... Um, we're gonna drink to that. Well, you didn't. That wasn't touch. very good. <laughs> very good clink there, huh? Cheers. So yeah, so the first night they rode down to Escalante, 
And about, you okay? I hit my lungs a little bit. You, well, you don't want Jack in your lungs. Yeah. That's a bad place for, for it. Woo! Okay, I'm good. Neb nebulizer straight to the lungs. Yeah. I'm good. Anyways, so back to the camping trip. Those guys went down to Escalante. We didn't get to attend that night. I was a little bit bummed because... That would have been super fun. And then the next day when they woke up, they had some breakfast. They cruised around Bryce Can Can Canyon. For those of you cool. who have never been to Bryce. Actually, if you've never been to southern Utah at all, southern Utah is dope. Well, Utah itself is dope. But Utah's got like a million different landscapes, right? Up where we live, it's Rocky Mountains, um, mountain biking, Canyons, all that stuff in the summertime. If you want Best to snow on feel Earth, like you vacationed on Mars, go to southern, southern Utah. Southern Utah, yeah. Southern Utah, Arizona, like that whole area down it's down there those, where the Four Corners is. It is amazing. Like when you watch those old school like cow cowboy shows where there's like the red cliffs and the buttes and plateaus and all that stuff. That's like southern Utah, Arizona. It's amazing. So yeah. those guys, night one, went down and camped down there, rode, 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 rode around Bryce all day. And then they met us where we went down the next day. We jumped on, or Shree drove. Um, we had a truck with a tra trailer, and then the rest of us rode our bikes down. But um, So we rode down. Shree followed us in the truck. And we went down to a place called Meadow Springs. It's hot springs just down south of Fillmore, Utah. They're natural hot springs. That was actually really cool. I've never been there yeah. before. We've yeah. been in the area before for like lava tubes. We've gone over there a couple times, but we had no idea that there were some hot springs over there. Yeah, well, vol there's a couple extinct volcanoes out there back in the days where like Lake Bonneville covered most of U U U Utah. The volcanoes came up out of the, the lake. The lake's all gone and dry now. Um, but there still is geothermal activity there and it makes these hot springs. And yeah. so this person owns this private pro property there um, with these hot springs are on it. And instead of just fencing it off and trying to keep people out, they actually just allow people to come, come in there and camp and enjoy the hot springs, which is cool. Um, yeah, it was we super cool. It was dope. You know what I loved about the whole weekend is sometimes, like, sometimes as a couple, you don't really realize that supporting somebody in things that make them happy can actually make you happy and make you realize that you kind of belong to something that is bigger than yourself, bigger than what you thought would be. Like something What that, do you mean? Like my club? Yeah. Like, no? I don't know. Like, you getting into your club was was me, like, just being, like, blindly supporting you. And I think that's what a lot of couples kind of do is you're, like, blindly supporting them. You're, like, yeah, go do your thing, right? But when you can be a part of it and it becomes, like, this family thing, it makes it a whole different world, uh, right? I've been tr trying to explain to Shree for some time now that... The club is more of like an us thing than it is just a, a me thing. But this was actually the first real trip that she's gotten to go on with us. Yeah. And the other wives and girlfriends and stuff like that. And 
It was cool, huh? Yeah, I just remember actually when we were in the hot spring and we we may have had a few drinks at that point in time, but just a few. How many of there were the were a, like in our group? Like probably 20, 30, maybe 20? Probably more than that, because I think we had like 18, 20 bikes, and then girlfriends and wives. Okay, so maybe like 30 or something, 30-ish. Plus, yeah. But the cool thing about it is I remember being in this one moment, actually, and I actually haven't even told Brandon this. This is the first time I told him, but just being in that moment with all these people and feeling like they're family and being in this hot springs together and we're just like cheering each other on for like jumping into the hot springs i just remember laughing so hard and we were all laughing so hard that it was just it almost just felt like euphoric like in a way like just complete happiness and you couldn't help but laugh because it was just <laughs> complete happiness. Like, I don't know, complete joy with the people that you were surrounding yourself with. And yeah. it was weird because I don't really think that I expected that to happen. No? No, I didn't. It's a good thing, huh. right? Yeah. I, I just remember looking. Well, I'm glad you did. Yeah, like looking off to like some of the guys in your club and just like seeing them have this big grin on their face that was like permagrin like like they couldn't even handle but smile right (laughs) and i just remember how cool that was in that moment to look around and not just on like one or two guys but it was like every guy i looked at and every like wife or girlfriend that i looked at that was there like we all had this like amazing like joy that just overwhelmed us. Well, it's this funny thing, right? So before I got into the club, before I even really even knew about, about the club, um, I just, I've always had this feeling. And then I read a book that like basically cemented the feeling into to, to me that I wanted to have like a, like a fucking tribe, right? You know, like people that have your back no matter what. And you kind of go through life and you think you have that. Let's be real. Some some of your best friends in your family are the ones that support you the least, right? Yeah. And so it's this, it's this strange thing. You're like, well, I've got this core group of friends, this and that. But if you share your successes with them, maybe they don't support you. Maybe they're gel, gel, jealous. Maybe they're who knows what, right? But it's really hard to find a group of people that just fucking have your back no, no matter what. And so I had the desire to, to find that. And um, I read this book um, called The Order of Man by Jack Don- Donovan. And he talked about tribes, how people are basically tri- tri- tribal people. And um, he talked about how, how he found his tribe. And I thought... I love to ride. I mean, there's there's not a lot of things in this life that I love more than ride riding. I love Sheree more. I was gonna say but I gotta just, do one of those things, right? Just just slightly more, right? What? <laughs> I just no. cover my eyes, right? By punching. No, you. but but there's not a thing. <laughs> there's not a lot of things in life that I love more than jumping on that bike and just flying down the 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 road. So I thought if I'm gonna find a tribe. I should. I want it to be centered around something that I love, and um, I actually just 
I didn't know it, but I had a good friend that was that was in this MC. And uh, I started seeing some of his Facebook posts from his club and all this stuff. And so I finally I reached out, asked some questions. Um, but it was several months between the time that I first reached out with my first questions until I finally decided to, to join. Before I decided to join, though, I did talk to Shri and I said, what if I did this thing? And the only experience that Shri had with MCs was Sons of An- An- Anarchy, and then this silly show that I that I watched on um, <laughs> Hulu called was it Hulu or silly. Netflix or it Prime was like or something? Super ma- stupid it's, it's, it's man so drama, stupid. but it's entertaining <laughs> as hell. It's called uh, yeah, uh, 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 American MC, and it's a re- reality show that this guy did. About a group of guys that were trying to form a club, right? And MC stands for mo 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 motorcycle club. Anyways, it was super dramatic. They get in all these fights, and of course, it's like reality TV where it's just over the top and dumb, right? Not like real life at all. So when I approached her and I said, "Listen, I'm thinking about this thing." I think I want to join this club. Would you support me in this? All she thought of was Sons of Anarchy, murder, mayhem, running drugs and guns, and strip or uh, porn. Let's be real. Like most. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about this. (laughs) Sure. Actually, the funny part about it. We actually came to this podcast here with no agenda, so this is fine. This is, this is a funny, like, topic, actually, because, like, Brandon had been talking about this club and stuff, and that, and I was totally for it, because I want him to have something that he really... You were really, totally for it? Eh, I was. You had your doubts. I was more concerned with your time and what it would mean for your time. Yeah. Because I don't want... I know how complicated my life is, yeah. and I want you. I want to make sure that you fit right. into our life still. Okay. Right? But I, I will agree. Like I had some hesitations about it because I didn't really know what it meant. Right? Like I, I didn't really know, like how it would fit into our life because you and I are super busy. Yeah, got a lot of shit. Like most adults are super busy and you and I, like you own your own business. I like, I pretty much work the amount of time that I'm given for my projects and we're just crazy busy all the time. Mm -hmm. And I did have a worry because our kids are still young and I want to make sure that we spend every moment supporting them and making sure that we're there for them. That's like a hundred percent like more important than anything for both of us so i wanted to make sure that that stayed in line with the way that we live our life and so that was my concern yeah um but you know kind of going into it like there's been some developments a little bit like i i didn't know like 100 percent like what i was getting into that's like a big investment all right (laughs) Or of an investment, but I will say, like, I I was put into a situation. Brandon actually became the president of Morrison. Should I uh, say chapter. that? Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
So Brandon became a president of a chapter, and it wasn't. He mentioned that he might be, but we didn't really like discuss like in and out like what it would all involve because it wasn't really there yet, right? But I didn't really know what to expect, so I I didn't know like going into it, I was going to show up at a barbecue and find out that like I was going to have my husband be put in as president and then I didn't know that there were a bunch of wives that were going to look at me for support (laughs) for this. It was crazy. But the crazy thing about that whole experience was that there were all these other wives that had the same reservations that I did. Like they were worried about the same things that I was worried about. And I think I weirdly felt like the other wives didn't like have the same concerns as me. Like, I don't know why I felt that way. I just was like, everybody must be on a different page than me. They might not be worrying about the same things that I'm worrying about, but I like quickly realized that they had the same fears and the same like worries that I did. And I think probably that has a lot to do with the fact that like I was never like a girl's girl. Well, isn't that a life lesson right there, though, right? Yeah. You walk through this life feeling alone, thinking you're the only one that has fears and insecurities and all this shit. And then you come to find out, the more you talk to people, that everybody pretty much feels the same fucking way, right? So. 100%. Like, as adults, like, here's the crazy thing. I've thought a lot about this lately because I've had this subject brought up a lot with our kids or with other friends and they're talking about how hard it is even as an adult to have friends and have groups of friends, right? And the crazy thing about it is is you're so worried that other people have it all figured out, right? And you are the only one who's like venturing into a new experience or venturing into a new friendship. And the reality of it is whether you're 16... 20, 30, 40, 50, you still have to make friends and you still have to put yourself out there no matter what, right? Yeah. And that's where I was as I was like, I was in this moment of like change. Like we've had a lot of change in our life. (laughs) And I'm like, am I ready for change? Is this like another changing life, changing experience? But Brad and I just can't hold on to like a normal life. Like we got to like step it up a level every moment of our life. And I love that because I would be completely bored without it. But the cool thing about it was, is that I didn't realize that... I don't know, like you sometimes feel like you journey this life and you're the only one that experiences the same emotions. But in that moment, it made me realize that I'm not the only one that experiences those emotions. Yeah, It was really funny, though, actually. So we got home from that night when they asked me to be president. And um, Shree's like, why didn't you tell me what to expect and i'm like well i didn't know that they were gonna ask me until they asked me and i was like motherfucker you knew what was gonna go on (laughs) she's like i walked into this house and there were all these women staring at me oh yeah okay wait do you want me to really tell this story sure make it fun make it real let's hear it okay so i planned this like getaway for her whole family i'm like you know what things have been a little stressful this whole like summer there's been a lot of 
different changes that we've had to go through as a family. And I was like, we just need to like bring it in, right? So I planned this like weekend away at my friend's cabin, which is super amazing, an amazing cabin. Like I mean, I am so appreciative to like being able to make that happen. But the crazy thing is, is like we had this moment where like we came together and then like Brandon was like, we got to make it home for this meeting. We have this barbecue and I'm like, like, I'm not sure why this barbecue is so important, but like, like we were trying to make it home, but we hit traffic. We ended up being like an hour later than we had planned. (laughs) Yeah. And so we get home and he's like, I'm going to run to this barbecue for this thing. And I was like, well, I was going to go with you, but I got to take all the, because my kids brought friends with them. I'm like, I got to take all these kids home. I got to unpack the car. Like it was just, it just felt overwhelming. But I wanted to, it was one of those moments where it was like, weirdly, I had this feeling that I needed to be there for him. I I had to go because I had to be there for my guys. She didn't fully understand, I don't think. I had no idea. I thought it was like a barbecue to go like meet other people in the club. So I was like, I should be there. It wasn't really like... The the other wives decided to go. It wasn't necessarily about that. We were going to have a meeting, have a discussion. It wasn't meant to be a big family thing. It just happened to sort of like work out like that on accident. <laughs> sure it did. So I was sure like, sure, you don't have to go. It's not a big thing. Yeah, he made it feel he made me feel like it wasn't a big deal, right? But I weirdly in my heart, like I I was like, weirdly I just know I need to be there. So I hurry, I took a few kids home after our trip. I unpacked a few things and I was like, I gotta get over there. So Brandon sent me a pin, so I drive over there. It was only like 15 minutes away. If it was further, I probably wouldn't have like made that effort because I would have been way too late. But because it was so close, I was like, send me a pin, I'll make it happen. So I go out there to this pin, and this pin is like in between two houses, and I'm like, and the bikes, there were motorcycles like all lined up, but they were across two houses, and the pin was like in between those houses, and... Uh, I probably didn't even text you or whatever, but because you, I knew, I you didn't did know. You did text me, but I didn't did see I? it until afterwards. But anyways, I was like, I have no idea which house this is going to be at. But I was like, there's a gate open right there. I'm going to try this one, right? So I walk through the gate and <laughs> I peek around the corner and I'm like, what's going on? And, and Brandon and this other amazing guy that I've known for a little bit. Um, he's a president of another chapter, right? Uh, yeah, he's the national president. National president. So, like, I knew it was a big deal that he was talking to Brandon, but I was feeling super awkward because I'm peeking around the corner and they're having a conversation, and I'm like, "Hey guys, I'm glad I found you." And I'm thinking, "This is that point, super awkward that, that I'm point, just walking back." He, 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 he was asking me. One, if I would accept it, and two, what Shri would think. And I'm like, well, I think she'd be all right. And then all of a sudden, she pokes her head around the cor- corner. I'm like, well, ask her. She's right there. Yeah, so <laughs> me not knowing what is going on, I walk up the stairs to the deck, and he's like, so how do you feel about this? And I'm like... Feel about what? What's this all about? <laughs> I was like... 
can you explain what's going on here? Because I had no idea. I thought I was going to a barbecue and I was going to hang out with a couple of wives. Like, it was going to be, like, super cool and chill. And to then... be fair, I told her what it was about. I thought I did, at least. And this is going to maybe lead into something else. <laughs> Misunderstanding sometimes. But I thought she understood what this was about. I, Cle- I knew... clearly, Clearly, it was not fully... I knew there were mentions, and we had talked about it over the weekend, but I didn't know it was happening right then, right? So I walk up, and he's asking me how I feel about it, and I'm like, yeah, not really sure. I don't even know what to expect because it was all super brand new to me. And then I, I felt super awkward, and I'm like, I can tell you guys how something to talk about because you're obviously out here by yourselves. So I walk in the house, and... It was almost like everybody was standing around saying a prayer because I walked in and it was so quiet that I was like, I felt like I just stumbled in on like this, like ministry that was happening. Oh, <laughs> no, they were doing What's like, to they were doing like a, a Q and A and nobody were, was asking uh, questions. So it was there super were other quiet. members in the club and yeah. they're answering questions with the the other guys yeah wives. so there was a group of people but it was because i came but late. the wives weren't asking questions to the guys who knew, actually knew the answers yeah so then it was super awkward and then they were like okay we got to go have a meeting and so, so we go downstairs and then the wives are all upstairs where they didn't ask any questions to the guys who actually knew the answers <laughs> All of a sudden, okay, wait, 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 wait. here's the thing. I pop in the glass door, the sliding glass door, and I'm like, this is awkward. I'm going to go hide behind people. So I'm like hiding behind people because I don't really know what's going on. And then after the guys leave, I'm still hiding behind a few people. And I'm just like eating the leftover food from the barbecue because I was late. Right. And all of a sudden, like people start asking questions and I look up and they're like all looking at me and I'm like. Okay. Like, you were supposed like, to know everything. <laughs> like, are you asking me the question? And she's like, they just had a <laughs> Q&A before this. You didn't ask him anything. Yeah, I had no idea that they had a Q&A beforehand, but they were they started asking me all those questions, and so I sat by my friend, and I was like, I'm pretty sure they're looking at you. And she was like, no, they're looking at me. What's going on? And I was like, oh, damn it. Okay, I got to answer these questions. But it was just a funny experience because, like, that's the way our life is, I feel like, sometimes, is, like, we just got to roll with the punches. And, like, you yeah. don't know what's coming. You just have to, like, fake it till you make it you a little go, bit, yeah. right? And here I was. I was getting asked questions. I had no idea what it was, like, what it was really about. But I, I don't know. I think, like, it put me in a position where I felt like... Like, I had to get to know these people more yeah. than I, like, expected, right? And this was the first trip that we got to go on where she really had that experience. And it was dope. It was so much fun. It was a blast. Yeah. I mean, and being in the moment with all those people on this trip this last weekend, like, I don't know. I I probably knew half the people there because we had hung out with some of these yeah, people Yeah, I mean, you've, you've been to some things. Yeah. But this was the first, like... Like overnight real like camping like we're hanging out and you're watching like a bunch of bikes right down the road and for for yeah. formation and all that stuff and you know what? it was it was actually super cool and i don't think you i don't think people really realize 
like what goes into being a part of something like that and like you talked about like it being a family and stuff and I just I don't know like I was kind of a little bit reserved because like you and I are big on like creating our own family because we've had to separate ourselves from our community so many times that like I felt like we were building our community and then all of a sudden we moved to a whole different state and then we move back and then we're lost again and we don't even know where we're at and then we find another family and it's just like okay can I do I want this as my family I don't know well some 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 of these dudes are pretty rough looking dudes too right yeah with their teddy bears cute. teddy bears right <laughs> So there's another life lesson, right? Like we, we totally judge people by the way they, they look. And a lot of times once you actually get to know someone, that's you're so far off, it's stupid. Yeah, that, that's kind of the thing that I love about it because yeah. one of the things that I hate most about this life is when you judge people and you try to tell people who they are and then they turn out to be something different than yeah. you ever expected. Like, just open your heart to them and, like, understand that people can be different than what you see, right? Yeah. That's kind of what this did for me. And I don't know, like, I think the most beautiful thing about it is I don't know that I was really excited about opening my heart to another family. Yeah. I really probably wasn't because I really relate to others that I feel like we have in our like friend family yeah and I was scared I think yeah and coming on this trip it made me realize that I don't know why I was so scared but I was I think I was mostly scared of losing my other family by creating another family I guess well that's a thing I mean I would hope that our other friends aren't what am I saying I, I I would hope that they don't feel like we are choosing them over them because we're not it's just different right we spend time yeah. with them we spend time with these guys um, but what's in, but what's interesting about these guys though is it's legit so when you're part of an MC like you you don't sign up for now it's a lifelong co- commitment and you get into it with the understanding, like we call ourselves bro, bro, brothers, like, and we fucking mean it, right? You know, um, and the longer I'm in it, the more I feel like I I, I understand it more and more and more. And uh, you don't always like your brother, you don't always get along with him, but you're always gonna be there for him no matter what. I know my real bro brothers. There's been times where I wouldn't have mind like stepping in the backyard and throwing on some gloves and figuring it out, right? But at the same time, it's like I can talk shit about my brother, but you can't, right? You know, <laughs> and that's like the same thing as this, right? We're all a bunch of dysfunctional dudes, um, but when we say we're in this bro- brotherhood, we mean it. It's a f- family for real you know and uh it's super awesome and this was Sheree's like first experience with that i've spent a bunch of time time with these guys um 
and it's been awesome. This was Shree's first experience, and it was rad because the wives were there. Shree got to drive down in the truck with two other um, girls, and uh, you had a blast. We had a blast riding there. It was it was just fun. It was awesome. The hot springs were dope. We had a good time all night. We came back the next day. It was a blast, and um, it's it's just awesome. I mean, I don't I don't know what else to say about it, but it's but it's awesome. It's great to be part of a crew like that, right? Like when I say tribe, I mean like your tribe, right? Like for real. Like there's a difference between people that are associates, their friends you see here and there, and then there's people that are your fucking tribe, right? That are like they're your people, you know. And uh, that's what these guys all want, which is cool. Yeah, I think the thing that really actually got me to a different level with this whole thinking is I was never, like, a girly girl. I played sports my whole life. Like, I don't know. Like, I never really connected with other girls, like, ever. Yeah. (laughs) I was always, like, I was always teased or put down by other girls. I was always, like, semi-bullied. I wouldn't say awfully bullied, like, but they, I never, like, found my group until my junior high, my junior year in high school. And I just struggled with girls a lot. And so my whole life, like, Brandon's always had, like, these bros and these guys that he can talk to all the time. And I've never had any girls that I really could, like, talk to or hang out with because I just, like, I don't know. I'm sorry, girls, but, like, majority of you guys, like, I have a hard time, like, connecting with. And in my older years, I realized that a lot more women are open up and are a lot more genuine than they are when they are younger. And I didn't expect, like, I don't know, like, I weirdly found my family before this, and I wanted to hold on to that so badly. And I was so afraid of losing my other family that I didn't want to accept this other thing in my life. But weirdly enough, like, even the crazy thing is, is, like, half the people there, like, I'd actually hung out with before. (laughs) So I don't know why, like, I was feeling, like, all, like, reserved about it. But having that experience, it actually made me realize by, like, opening up myself to other groups of people or other experiences, like, you can honestly feel or find more... Like a closer family, even in a weird way. It's not even that it's closer. It's just like you can have cool stuff, and then you can add on to the cool stuff that you have. Yeah. Right. You know. Um, but I think opening. Up I don't necessarily yourself, feel opening up yourself to opportunities. Like I think that's scary. Right. I will say this, and maybe this is what you're trying to say. There are guys in the club um, that probably. Just by default, right off the bat, we probably wouldn't have just hung out. Yeah. We probably wouldn't have, like, connected because I probably wouldn't have met them in the gym. We might not have been into the same things. Who knows what, right? But we would have probably not, like, crossed paths, right? Yeah. Um, just because we're, we're, we're different. But we have this thing in c- common that all of a sudden brought us into the same path and it was like oh 
you know, I probably would have never hung out with you before, but you're fucking rad, dude. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like that, right? It's like your little core group of friends you had before. You have a lot of things in common. That's yeah. why you met. But then now here's all these other people that you're like, well, I was kind of like forced into this thing. But then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I met you and you're awesome. You know? Yeah. Like you're just, you're just accepting new stuff into your life. It's not that these things were bad or less. It's just, yeah. it's just a new cool thing also, you know? I think it, I think it has to do with change and change is hard for people, right? Like changes. Well, like, well, you like the things that you're used to. Yeah. yeah. People get so comfortable in where they're at and change is just hard. And weirdly enough, you and I have gone through so many changes, especially in the past couple of years, right? That like we've had to move, we've had to change friends, we've had to change like friend families, you know, and mm. And coming back, I felt like I had to get back to my, like, friend family. And that, I'm not saying, like, we're leaving that friend family. It's no. just adding on to it, right? It's adding on to it. It's just more cool. Yeah. More stuff. And I think in my more head, fun. I was just so worried about change. And I was so worried about, like, I don't know. You still go through those, like, same things. Like, even when you were a kid, it still happens when you're an adult. Sorry, it never changes as you get to be an adult. <laughs> no. Nope. It's still hard for adults to find friends, right? I'll give you a little... I'm, I'm going to spit some wisdom here. Do it, baby. You never really grow up. You only get old, older. The shit that you were concerned about when you're young, you're still going to be concerned about when you're old, right? For... for the, the most part. Until you get old enough to where that you shit did, doesn't matter. You did anymore. get older and you do give less, less fucks and then you do like, I mean, things do change, but at the same time they don't change that much, right? Like people that are old still have the same insecurities. They, help, they still have the same all that shit that they had when they were younger. So you learn to deal. Now I was talking to Shree Tonight on our date night, though, I'm like, listen, I'm like, you know, like there's been some experiences in my life where I'm like something popped up and maybe a few years ago it might have made me feel insecure, might have made me feel ashamed, who knows what. And at this point in time, I'm like, huh, I don't fucking care at all, right? And that showed me that like I give less fucks. And when you give less fucks or give no fucks at all, you're truly free for the for, for first time, right? but we don't always reach that in our lives, right? And you might reach that in some aspect of your life, but another aspect of your life you don't still, right? Like it's still a constant progression forever. You know, it's funny as I was listening to a book today while I was at the gym and it was talking about how when you're in your age 40 to 55, yeah. you understand that there's no fucks to get. Right. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm at. Yeah. You're old. <laughs> I'm not quite there you, yet. You're almost there. <laughs> What's this book called? <laughs> it's my organization book. It says we talked that, about that. Yeah. In your, or, it said fucks yeah. to give. Pretty much. Oh, Maybe I, other words, but <laughs> I, I did read that one book called "The Subtle Art of Not Give 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 Giving a Fuck." But no, but we we did talk about that and how for the majority of your life which is funny because i was listening to this book today while i was at the gym i just started it today and it was talking about how we go through different cycles of our life and ages like 
between 20 to like 40, you're in the age of parenting, right? And so like you care what other parents think. You care what all these other things are happening in the world, right? And then when your kids get to a certain age, you're like, eh, I don't care if you go to college. I don't care if you do this as long as you're happy, right? Like because you finally get life and you realize, you know what? What is life if you can't enjoy it? Right. And you're just like, yeah. I want you to enjoy it. Of course, like I want my kids to go to college. I want them to do the best for their life. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a thing, but right? You get to a point where you're at where you're like, OK, you know what? What's most important in life is the people that you have in your life because they create the joy in your life. Like our work that we go to every day does not create the joy for us. Right, like you may enjoy I mean, your job. Some I, of you guys out there might enjoy your job. I I do like what I do. I enjoy my job, but do I like going and working every single day of my life? Probably not. I I love my job, but I don't love working every day. <laughs> That's the reality. I am blessed enough to have um, a way to make income that I that I don't hate. Yeah, I kind of I envy him a lot, actually. <laughs> I, I, I do like what I, would, I do. I might trade him most days of my life. <laughs> I, do, I do like what I do. I don't hate But I would it. never be good at his job like he is. That's but, the problem. But here's the thing. You, you, you can like what you do. You can enjoy which is a huge step above like having to go somewhere that you hate. Yeah. Right? I've done that before, too, right? So I'm blessed enough to be able to do something to pay the bills, that I like what I do, that I enjoy what I do. But we can't get past the fact that like, if I didn't have to do that, there's all sorts of other shit that I would do instead. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I know that there are good guys out there, so... I know there are people that are just driven by work and they're driven by money and they're driven by success and all that stuff. And they would rather work than do anything else. Maybe that's my bad that I'm just not like that. I'll be honest. I would rather ride my motorcycle all day long than go do what I do. Even though I like what I do, there's other things I'd prefer to do. So like, that's a thing that I haven't quite gotten to yet. And I don't know that I ever will, to be honest. Probably not. You've been that way your whole life. <laughs> right? But that's like a cool place to be, actually, because you've actually created a life for yourself that's enjoyable, which most people don't yeah. at your age, right? Most yeah. people at your age or our age, like they get to a point where they hate their lives. They hate their job, right? And you and I both, like, we've talked about this and we're like, we just are not going to be okay with that type yeah. of life, right? I don't Because I would never, day. ever want you to be miserable every day of your life. Yeah. I've had, some, jo- versa, right? I've had some jobs in the past that were m- m- miserable. And by no means is what I do now m- miserable. Yeah, I don't wake up dreading the day. I don't wake up hating the fact that I have to work. But let's be honest, though. I, there's still lots of other things I'd prefer to do. Yeah, always. But it, you know what I think is... I don't even, know this is very motivational <laughs> for you guys. No, no. You know, you know what I love about this conversation What right is now? it? 
is that we're always talking about like supporting your partner and whatever they're doing right yeah and i from the beginning i've been supportive of you doing the motorcycle thing but it began as like a motorcycle club like a motorcycle riding club right yeah. And it was going to be minimal, minimal like There's different types of clubs. Right? So first I was in what's called an RC, yeah. riding club. And then the MC is like the next step up. Yeah, and then you became president. <laughs> you went from like riding club to president and it was a lot to take in. But like we've talked a lot about this, yeah. right? And I will say like it... It has been abruptly put upon me, and I but think... But has it really affected your life in a huge way, though? I will say... I, I feel like just the sound of it, like the words that, that you use, president, this and that, make it sound more extreme than what it actually is. No, it's not as extreme <laughs> as we make it sound to me. No. I'll, I will agree with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, like, we talk about this, so this is a very important thing because, like, we have to, like, really talk about my emotions and what yeah. I'm going through because yeah. we're not going to be the only ones who go through this, right? Oh. Like, somebody, some other couple may have a, a, some other thing, like, that the wife is involved in or the husband is involved in as long as it's not taking you so far away from your relationship to yeah. where it's hurting your relationship. And it can be something that can be experienced together. That's the difference, right? Yeah. And I think that's what is most important about this conversation is just standing behind those hobbies, standing behind those things that you want to do and being really open to experiencing them and wanting to embrace them in your life because that's where I was at is I was like, okay, I want to support you. I want to do these things. But I'm like, I got the kids and I got this and I got work and I got like, I had a lot going on yeah. in the past couple of months that I was, I felt like I couldn't be involved. Yeah. And when I was finally able to be involved because I did want to be involved, I just didn't have the availability to make yeah. that happen. It changed my whole perspective. And at the same time, I wouldn't have done it if I did think it was going to take me away from the family yeah. and the kids and everything. So Brandon always asks me before he goes on a ride and he says, and our, is that okay? And uh, like, I'm 100% okay. If I'm not okay, I'll say no. There's all sort like there's certain things that are required to do and then there are certain things that are not, right? So I don't have to do everything. But like my 15-year-old girl likes to ride with me that's fun she she went on a ride with me with another club we went to support another club a couple weekends ago and do this ride and she rode with me and she really loves to ride and i actually really love that i love that she gets to have that time with her dad yeah and all these all these roughneck all these roughneck looking bikers out there and stuff like that what's awesome about that is she's got her first little like i guess her second but really the first little like boyfriend in her life right now and this little dude genuinely believes that i'm in like a biker gang (laughs) 
And I'm doing nothing to dispel that, right? Like I want him to think that that's absolutely true so that he it's kind of funny. keeps a, a very respectful fear of me and my friends. When she goes out on rides with her dad, she, it's my favorite because she'll, like, she'll stop at a, like, a stopping point with them and she's like, we just went into a bar and we had a bar fight. Yeah. She, <laughs> she like texts this stuff to this little boyfriend of hers. Yeah, and she was reading me all over her texts that day. <laughs> she was sending him some shit like she got a tattoo and yeah. all this stuff. And he's like, what? For real? <laughs> yeah. So. She's like 15, so it's kind of funny that she's like teasing this, this other boy that's like the same age as her. And he's like freaking out about it all because he's like, he's like, oh, dad's in a biker gang yeah. i don't know if i can handle this he actually asked for his like instagram handle so he could follow he him. did yeah little turd <laughs> oh he's gonna be so scared now you <laughs> might see some pictures well, of you no there no he better not, he better not ever i got yeah. some i got some bikini Shh, pictures of tree on my <laughs> anyway but no it's it's actually been a fun part of our lives, even though our lives are crazy busy. And, yeah, it's been fun. And I think here's the thing that I would say is no matter how busy your life is, like still open your heart to other situations, other opportunities, because like Brandon and I, we watched this movie. It's called Yes Man, right? Yeah. <laughs> And it's about, it has Jim Carrey in it. I highly recommend watching it. Maybe stupid for you. I don't know. But I, it's actually one of it's, my favorite movies. It is a dumb show. It's stupid <laughs> but it has, humor. But it has the, to teach you a lot. Yeah, the message is, yeah. is legit. Yeah. And throughout this movie, it teaches you how when you can say yes to life, you're opening your life to new opportunities that could possibly never happen for you. And when you open one opportunity, another opportunity might open for you. And that's kind of what, how we've always played our life a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like you and I are like, hey, this thing's happening. You want to try this out? Well, it's a little weird, but yeah, let's go do it, right? Sure. <laughs> and you and I have always been on the same page there. And I think... For me personally, because I come from a very reserved family, I come from a different like way of living life where we kind of live life a little bit more safe. You're kind of the one that like helps me push the envelope a little bit. And if you never ever say yes to those opportunities, you never know what your where your life could take you. When you're always a no person, whenever you say no to opportunities, you kind of stay stagnant. You stay where you're at. You stay in the same boring job. You stay in the same boring life. You stay in the same boring parenting. You stay in the same like boring, 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 boring. But when you can say yes to an opportunity, when you can say yes to what the world brings to you, just imagine what your world will give you. And I think that's like the most beautiful thing in this world is that you can experience life in so many different ways. Like I didn't even think that going on this trip this last weekend would be something that would be eye-opening to me and it would be kind of a beautiful thing, but it actually was. 
and not just for Brandon. I actually, because I was talking to you guys a little bit before about how. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> I, was re- I was looking up a quote. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Go on. <clears throat> I was talking to you guys a little bit more about how I used to be mostly friends with guys growing up because women, actually girls hurt me a lot growing up. And so at a very young age, I just like learned never to trust girls, never to like really give them my all. And so I always like, I always clung to guys in a weird way, I think. Those guys are so nice and girls are nasty. (laughs) Guys were a lot more nicer to me, but... It's because you're cute. But the crazy thing about this is, like, opening myself up to my past family and this new family is... I just... My past family was the only time in my life where they... Where girls actually opened themselves up and actually accepted me as a woman, as a girl, right? And so I was scared to open myself up to other opportunities a little bit and opening myself up like these girls are amazing. Like I get super anxious, super like stressed, stressed about like meeting new girls. (laughs) That sounds like weird, but I don't even care about meeting the guys they are just like another guy. (laughs) But meeting other girls is super anxious to me. And I think it was kind of beautiful to be able to meet other women, other wives, other girlfriends that actually maybe had the same fears as me, but also were super accepting because they were in the same boat as me. Yeah. Agreed. The other girls in the club are awesome. I mean, they're not in the club, but the girls, the girlfriends and the wives in the club, um, they're awesome. It was super fun. It was dope. It was a blast. But this is the quote I was looking up. Um, Steve McQueen quote that I just ran across this week. It says, attack life. It's going to kill kill you anyway. Oh, I saw that Isn't quote. Isn't that dope? I yeah. love that quote. Right? I, re- I remember, so I'm a car guy too. I love cars. And I remember uh, when Ford versus Ferrari came, 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 came out, I was looking... Before the movie actually came out, I, I looked up all the documentaries I could find, all that stuff on the Ford versus Ferrari rivalry and all that stuff. And on the 50th anniversary of Le Mans, when, uh, when Ford won, Ford designed another Ford GT and sent it to Le Mans again. And, uh, and they won again 50 years after. And uh, that car that won is in a museum. And they left it with all the freaking bug guts and the road grime and all the stuff on it, right? They didn't wash the car afterwards. It's just like it was after the, the race. Really? And I thought that was so cool. Because that's the car I want to have. I don't really care about the car in the garage that you wipe with a diaper and it looks perfect all the time. I want the car... That won the race. It's got the bug guts and the grime and the freaking dents from other cars hitting it and all that stuff. Um, when I die one day, I want to be that. I want to have freaking bug guts on my face. I want to have the freaking road grime on me, right? Like, attack life. It's going to kill kill you. Enjoy that shit. You only have one life to, 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 to live. You might as well be doing 100 miles an hour down the freeway. 
with your hair on fire and uh, doing all the the cool shit with your bra, bra, brothers, you know. I think that's awesome. Except for you don't have hair. Attack life. Well, I got this hair. A beard <laughs> could be on fire. I'll be that like, would uh, be cool as shit. I'll be like, um, <laughs> go ghost rider, 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 right? He's bald, but he still has like his whole heads on fire. I have to put that as like our image for this one. Is Might have beard to. on fire. My beard on fire. Yeah. <laughs> no, but for real though, right? Like, I want to like slide in the finish line, beat up, torn up, tired. I mean, like, I go to the gym every day. My shoulders are sore. Shit hurts all the time. You don't have any choice but to age, but the way that you age is up to you. I mean, I see people that are half my age sometimes that look like they're twice my age, right? And uh, yeah, dude, just fucking live this life. Do the shit. Have your tribe. Have your fam, 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 family. People so often forget the importance of having people close to you. They get mixed up in this, like, like, how many times have you heard this story? Husband and wife raise kids. Kids get older. They move out of the house. Husband and wife have no idea what the fuck they're supposed to do after that, right? There needs to be a life after that, too, right? You know? So you got to continue to do all the shit. Have all the fun. Do all the things. Go on all the dates. Go on all the rides, go on all the trips, do all that stuff. I mean, according to what you can afford, I guess, right? You know, but. But it doesn't have to even be expensive. Doesn't have to be expensive, yeah. Like you make it happen. Like one of my favorite things about us and what we do, and this is something like if you want to create friendships, if you want to create a family for yourself, the cool thing about what Brandon and I do is. We open our home to all of our friends and all of our family that we have, like friend fam, friend families, right? Framlies. Framlies. <laughs> Framlies. Hashtag Framlies. We just made it up just now. <laughs> but here's the thing: is like you, you can either go to the bar or you could have, and this is what our locos only is all about: is we want to bring the bar to our house always because we want to want anybody who joins us to be part of our family and that's what kind of we have done for the past what 10 years 10 years since we left our community our religion right and even our kids have like gotten into it and they're like are we having a party this weekend (laughs) we we don't let the kids drink fyi (laughs) yeah no (laughs) No, but our kids like expect us to create experiences every weekend yeah. because we decided as adults that's the only way you create friendships because let's be real, like everybody here in the US besides like Hawaii where we lived and maybe a few other places, everybody works nine to five and Monday through Friday and so we live for the weekend. So every time Monday begins, our oldest will always be like, Are we having a party this weekend? I'm like, dude, it's Monday, man. <laughs> Chill out. 
for hell's sake. But it's because he was so used to and so accustomed to like what we would do all the time that like we create that for ourselves. And that's what I would say for anyone and everyone out there who's listening is create that for yourselves. Like make your family happen because we all know, like we, we all love our families or maybe some don't, I don't know, (laughs) but I love my family, but let's be real, like on the weekends, like sometimes you find friends who have the same ages of kids as yours and it makes it a little bit easier and you will only find that if you go out and look for it. And sometimes as an adult, it's hard to find friendships, but you just have to open yourself to opportunities and take a chance. Our kids have to take a chance. We can't tell our kids to take a chance and we don't do the same thing. So like practice what you preach and do those things and create that family for yourself. I'm sure some of you out there listening had this experience when you were younger and those of you who have kids are probably having that experience now right where you have a hard time making friends you're like scared to approach people become their friends this and that let me spit some wisdom to you there are other full-grown ass adults out there that want to make friends just as much as you do. And all you got to do is invite them over for a drink. What? Right? What the hell, right? <laughs> Seriously, I can't tell you how many people we have invited into our lives. We're like, man, we never thought that we could have friends like this again. You know, yeah. where we could have fun. We could hang out. We could have a blast. Just cut loose. People crave that. Yeah. And you can do that. You can do that. You can make your own tribe, right? And try yeah. it as a couple because you'll yeah. never understand how beautiful that can yeah. be when you can find other couples that are that. And sometimes when people need that for their own re- 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 relationships that you're not even really like th- thinking about. There's a dude dude in my club, club that's told me multiple times that just having an outlet, some place for him to go and his... Wife goes and rides with him. His kids go and ride with him. He's like, this club has made me a better husband, made me a better father, has mended bro- broken re- relationships I've had. You know, Just having something that this man can enjoy and they can enjoy with him has fixed so many things, right? People need an outlet where they can enjoy themselves. Life is meant to be enjoyed, not meant to be suffered and endured. Yeah. There, that was the main issue I had. Well, one of the main issues I had with the religion that we were raised in is they teach you that you're supposed to endure. It's supposed to be hard. It's, you're supposed to suffer. And then your, your, your reward is the end. Yeah. What a crock of shit that is, right? <laughs> because you don't even know that that's real, right? No. Enjoy now. Have fun now. Life is meant to, like be like gleeful right you know like enjoy it the best you can and if your job sucks i'm sorry like jobs just suck sometimes right so work towards something you want to do more but in the meantime you can do the thing that sucks all week and then fucking party your ass off on the weekend right you know live for those weekends because have fun when you can might be all that you have but work towards something better because you don't necessarily want to live your weeks miserable all the time 
I will ha- I have one other thing to say about Okay. And then we'll end because we're an hour in so what? far. Okay. It's gone fast. Okay, so one of the things I have to say, just adding on to what Brandon was saying, is when I went to that barbecue where I found out he was going to be president, that was super fun, is actually the most beautiful things that I heard from these other women when they were asking me all these questions is, I was like, you know what, the cool thing about this is, is... I know when Brandon gets good or bad vibes off of people and everything that he ever says to me tells me that all these guys have a good heart and are beautiful men when it comes to their heart and that's super important to me and I was like you know what my husband has a good heart and because I know him I trust that he knows your husband's right one thing she knows about me is if you're an asshole, you're going to know it. I'm going <laughs> to fucking tell you. <laughs> that's that's yeah. true. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll hear about it, right? So will they. <laughs> <laughs> but the beautiful thing about it was I'm sitting here, like, talking to these women. And story after story, they tell me how much this club has meant to their husbands, how much it has changed their lives, how much like they've never seen their husbands in the light that they've seen them now. And all of a sudden that that whole day, that whole barbecue, that random weird barbecue that I almost didn't show up for, like was a huge importance in my life because it made me realize honestly what all these men need and what these women were willing to give their men to have that opportunity. So I just, leaving any message for anybody, I would just say, you know, open your heart to new opportunities because you never know what it will mean for you. Whether it's for your husband, whether it's for you, you know, like as long as it brings you closer together in the end, that's what really matters, right? Because you don't want to ever do anything that will pull you guys apart. But just hearing these women talk about what it meant for their relationship and how it brought them together and they could see that their husbands were happier, that they were more intentional with their days. Like they went on those rides and they came home and they actually showed up as a dad. Wow. How many of us or how many of you out there like have a husband that comes home from work and just kind of turns off the family and doesn't make it happen? And here I am sitting at this barbecue and hearing these women say, you know what? I never had this experience, but when my husband goes out and he rides with these guys, he comes home and he's excited to see the family. He's intentional with his moments, with his time. And I think that's kind of beautiful because sometimes it's all robotic, but when you can be happy and come home and like that happy feeling is still vibrating through you, you spill it out onto your family. <laughs> there is something mem- magical about writing there's a quote i was just looking for you saw me looking on my phone there i didn't see it but it was something like this that riding motorcycles is 
the single most solitary thing you can do. Right? You're by yourself. You're on your bike. There's noise. You can't hear anything. I mean, we do wear comms. We can talk back and forth. But for the most part, it's the single most solitary thing you can do with the ironic twist that it brings people together like nothing else can. You don't understand that unless you ride. Or unless you're part of a family or that rides. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's important for you to have that time for yourself. Yeah. Now, this podcast was not necessarily meant to be about riding motorcycles specifically, but you can apply that to any hobby, any yeah, just club, supporting any tribe, something supporting your, your, that your, your spouse wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's a car club or it's a bike club, whether it's who knows what martial arts who knows what right i mean I would there's, just say, there's people that that train at the gym that i go, go to the muay thai gym that i go to that see the the gym f- family the same way that i see my mc right you know like yeah. you can find your tribe in all sorts of different places just get in where you fit in find your tribe find your family do that do that shit do that shit. Yeah? <laughs> Do that shit. Anyways. And end it with a bang. End right? it with a bang. That's right. <laughs> no. So. All right, guys. Well, thank you for jo- joining us. We didn't really have any plans as we sat down to talk to you guys. This is just how it went. So. Yeah. See you guys. Love you. Peace, Peace out. out.